When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. Hey, bitches. No, we're not. We're hey, no, no, we're not going to start off. Make some noise, heterosexual. No, that's not this podcast. Oh. We're coming back more inclusive than ever. We're coming back gayer than ever. We're coming back like just better than ever. So we're not going to start the episode with, hey, bitches, hey, sluts. Hey, what was it? Hets. No, we don't know. What's that, up, breeders? No, this is not. Make some noise if you nut. <laughs> okay, that, this I, is not how I wanted to start. So you're starting the podcast off immediately. <laughs> this is not, how, okay, listen, yeah, I'm nervous, okay? okay you're nervous. It's long back. time no see. Yeah. It's bigger, better than ever. Yeah. It's queerer than ever. And yeah, yeah I'm a little nervous, okay? What if I sound fucking femme? So let's, let. <laughs> that's okay. Oh, right, right, Let's right. just start the podcast podcast off by telling people that like we're back we're back this podcast is going to be gayer than ever a hundred percent because guess what happened during quarantine we, we got, got straight oh, <laughs> no oh Mackenzie and I are now if you hey if you have not been following along our journey on Patreon and you're like how do I have a notification that this podcast is back what's going on let me tell you we have huge news we now are straight no <laughs> Rachel, I we swear to God. We identify as heterosexual. <laughs> Could you imagine if we came back to two dykes and a mic? We both- kept the feed at two dykes and a mic. Yeah, but we both were like, my both- husband. <laughs> During COVID, not only did we turn straight, we then both got engaged and married. Yeah. So now that you know that we're straight. No, wait, we cannot open the podcast <laughs> mis- with misinformation. Right. Okay. This podcast, we are back. Two Dykes and a Mic is back. I'm Rachel Scanlon. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. This is a show where two actual queer best friends have like the most fun. We have segments and I, we do reviews and basically you get to hear Mackenzie try to sleep with me every week. That's And not. we're sisters. <laughs> yeah, and what's a- worse? <laughs> you're such a Dude, what's worse? I'm trying to do it like a legit opening, retelling how we are coming back, telling them all our updates, and you're literally going back right to where we were when we left, which is that we're sister wives (laughs) and that we're fucking straight. I don't understand the problem, Mackenzie. You're going to confuse the shit out of all of our, not only our old listeners, all of our new... All the new people will be... This is what the reviews are going to be. I... Clicked on this <laughs> podcast called Two Dykes and a Mic. They talked about being sisters slash lovers for a good 22 minutes. And I think they're straight. And I think they kept saying they're straight. They did a sex toy review for no reason. <laughs> they didn't review a movie. And then they said to do something gay today. <laughs> Five out of five stars. <laughs> that ain't our show, dude. <laughs> that ain't our show. No, we are coming back better than ever. Ray and I have been working on, like, we spent two years on Patreon. Yeah. Exclusively. Mm-hmm. And th- honing the craft. Honing our show, which is like, you and I have some of the funniest segments as, as a queer person, which I consume so much queer media. 
our segments make me laugh harder than anything on the internet. Well, we're here for a good time. Yes. And it is very... It, this is like... If you're looking for a podcast where you can actually just like enjoy yourself and like hang out with your gay best friends and laugh and and not feel like shit about yourself this is it this is the place yeah um we're two uh silly silly dykes and we do have a lot of things to say but also we're here just to like be your friend and laugh and we have voicemails and we do reviews Mm -hmm. and we give sex advice absolutely and we're very sex positive Mm -hmm. and my biggest update is that i'm out there Getting railed intense all summer. You really are. And my big update. Wait, can I tell you something, Mackenzie? <laughs> Literally, I'm having sex last night. Yeah. And now here I am bragging. <laughs> here I am bragging. I have sex last night. Okay. And I put on my retainer Must when I'm done. A, excuse me? Like you, you, at, you pop the retainer right in after? Well, it's more of like a mouth guard, but yes. Do you give it like a breath? Like how no, yeah, soon like, after like, climax do you pop the retainer in? Okay, like you want you want me to joke or you don't want the real real? I want the real real. You want the real real? Yeah. Okay. There's like a little bit of like oh. heavy breathing. Yeah. Let the sweat kind of like wipe off my brow. I'm talking seconds. I don't want to hear like the play-by-play. How many seconds after? And I'm, Less than 100 seconds. So under under two minutes. Under two minutes. I go wash my hands. Okay. Okay. I splash a little water. Yeah. Go pee. Uh-huh. Pop in that retainer. Okay. So quick, I, babe. We're you, talking like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking quick because now, you know, I like... If I'm fucking at nighttime, mm. sun's down, yeah. I got to get to sleep. I'm waking up early. I'm going to the gym. I'm on the water rower, okay? Right. My BMI plummeting, okay? I, listen, I, I'm hearing you. I guess my big question and things that I've thought about in the past is like, when is the appropriate time? How long is that time period after you both finish? Yeah. To where it's appropriate to put the socks back on. Uh, this is and this is a really good question, and that's what this podcast because is about. You, you know that I have to pop the socks off. Yeah. I, one of my biggest actual, and I know we're gonna get into to some icks. Some icks later. My one of my biggest icks is uh, socks on during sex. Mm-hmm. And it's, I'm pro sock during see, sex. Oh, I cannot. You better get out if you have socks on. It don't bother me at all because I've had a lot of a lot of partners who got icicle toes, and I'd rather have a nice cottony touch, okay, than an icicle toe in my fucking neck. In oh. this in this world, yeah, we're doing some like top down scissoring. Okay, wow, this is fascinating. Yeah, there's a lot that we, I would like to get into on this episode and more and, and more and more and more. And, and, and let me what? just tell you this, Mackenzie. The <laughs> yeah. reason I brought up the retainer yeah. is that when I popped it on, uh-huh. there was some sand in it. Bitch, what? That's is going from on fucking in a tent on a beach all summer. Yeah, I've got some. Sand. So we've got some stories to tell this season on Two Dykes and a Mic. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. And we're so glad that you are back. And we're glad to be back. We're Two Dykes and a Mic. And let's get into it. Let's get into it. The most fun that you can ever have, ever. We are the greatest dykes in the world. Mackenzie Goodwin, Rachel Scanlon. Thank you for being on this journey and welcome to the latest chapter of Two Dykes and a Mic. It's going to be 
just a ton of fun. Also, Mackenzie and I were just two days ago. I just got back yesterday. Did you get back yesterday? I just got back yesterday. We were just in San Francisco. Yeah. We did a couple of shows at this lesbian bar that we absolutely love. The El Rio. El Rio. San Francisco ever. And I'll tell you what. We did something kind of like against our better judgment as show producers. Well, let me say, so for those of you who used to listen to the podcast, we left for a little bit to do Patreon, yeah, a show called After Dark. Yes. And on After Dark, we did a lot of audio messages. So um, listeners would send us audio messages. We would listen and we would respond. Um, they were either ask a bumble fumbles, inquiries, all these different types of messages. And for the record, not to like over push, like those episodes are still available and like very fun to listen to. Yes. And, and now we're going to start doing it on Two Dykes and a Mic. Yeah. So if you have any questions, if you have any bumble fumbles that you want to submit to us, you can hear yourself on the podcast. Send them on over to Two Dykes and a Mic at gmail.com. Dot com. And we honestly, we just like love to hear you guys. I'm obsessed. I love hearing all y'all. But we love, Ho- we have a listener, Holly. And it's from the UK. Holly's from the UK. Also, like, it's so interesting that we've been like, we have certain like loyal followers for so many years now yeah. that like I do feel like I know Holly. their family. I'm like, we know Holly. We trust Holly. I trusted Holly. We know Holly. We trust Holly. Also, she's got this beautiful accent. So yeah. I'm thinking we had two shows in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. The first show, we handpicked some of our favorite bumble fumbles. Yeah. And then for the second one, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go rogue. Let's just play the voicemails that we got this week that we haven't listened to yet. And that's what we usually do on the podcast. We'll listen to it like raw. Raw. Not lit, not heard it. We don't pre, it. and no, this is not like pre-produced when we are recording in the, in the studio. But that being said, if something goes horribly awry, we we're just not, delete it. We're not going to publish it. Right. But I was like, let's risk it, bitch. Let's go absolutely nuts. So we and played. just play an episode, play play a voice recording from one of our trusted sharks, one of our long term patrons who said this is a crazy sex story. And I'm like, everybody like, loves yeah. a sex story. Who doesn't love a sex story? I can't tell you how horribly wrong this went. I guess what we're about to do right now is we're not going to play it. Holly, <laughs> oh, we're not going to. We can't even play it. Although I do have to say, so. Maybe we'll play it on Patreon. an extended episode. Maybe it, even that. I'm, I'm like, like, I don't I think don't we can. Want to. I don't think we can. It was so horrifying that Ray and I not only got beat red on stage. I apologized to the audience and said, "Please don't sue us." I literally said, "If I had one of those Men in Black like flash <laughs> memory erasers, yes, this would be the only time in my life that I would use it." It was something that is seared in my memory. She told a story that one, it is not her story. It was some she had heard it through the grapevine. Yeah. It has to do with dead bodies. And that's all I have that's to tell all you. We, and listen, I know it sounds like we're burying the lead, but you have to trust us. It's not worth it you to don't, know. You, you don't, don't want it. to know it. And Holly, shame on you. Holly, how dare you? We played this for a room full of dykes and we were like, <gasps> Oh no. And we couldn't stop it. Basically the story kind of starts and we're like, Oh, this is kind of interesting. It sounds more like a sex injury slash kind of like it's getting into like gyno territory. And I'm like, huh, maybe the sex will come later. And then you listen more. And then we're like talking about dead bodies. And now you're like, I wish we could all group forget what just happened. <laughs> yeah, it was fucked. And Holly, if you're listening, which or watching, which we know you are, we trusted you. <laughs> 
And here's the thing. I honestly think this is a British thing. Because you know how British people are always kind of like running around and they're being like calling people cunts and just like... Their senses of humor are different than ours. Yeah. Because like Holly was full up laughing during this. Yeah. Holly was laughing. So Arnchu was like, ah, is this such a fun little twist? Well, a twist. And we were were like, like, no. (laughs) (laughs) You and I truly, I don't think I've ever been more horrified on stage. stage. We had to really walk it back. And Mm -hmm. I had to let, I had to ask the crowd to please don't tell anyone what happened at this show. (laughs) And here we are telling everyone. And here we are. So anyways, if you have any bumble fumbles, (laughs) send it on over to two dykes and a mic at gmail.com. You can hear yourself on the podcast. And we have one that we will play for this episode. Yeah, we actually do. We have a, yeah, we got one. Also, Holly, I do feel like you pranked us and congratulations. You got us good, babe. You got us really, really good. (laughs) Okay. So in um, announcement, and this we haven't talked to you all in a long time we've got some gay news for our personal lives yeah um i officially did get engaged can you fucking i know Mackenzie got engorged if you've been a long time listener you have heard Mackenzie go just fall on her face over and over again with bumble fumbles and love i really did the, the fact that you can go from like episode one we have it all the way back from 2017 when we started this yes Hearing my gay ass not even know where a vagina was. Truly. Didn't know what they looked like. She didn't know where it was, you guys. Didn't know how to do it. And here I am, engaged. Knowing now just only where the crack is. (laughs) I don't even know where the crack is. (laughs) Front or back. I'm so glad that you're engaged. Me too. Congratulations. Thank you so much. And we love your fiance. My fiance is the best person I've ever met in my entire life. Yeah. And you've seen me around her. Like she is like You're the, a mushball. I'm a full mushball and she's also like changed me for the better in so Stop. many ways. Dude. I love her so much. It's like actually stupid. I love you guys. I'm so glad that you got engorged. I I am too. Obviously I'm I'm the one who asked, so I had been thinking about it for a long long time and now I wear like a um cuz I don't have my ring yet. She's going to get my mom's ring and reset it. Mm. So this is like a placeholder ring for now. That's if you're beautiful. on Patreon, you can see my ring. It's gorgeous. Currently. Um, Thank you. It is a, um, it's candy. It's made out of candy. <laughs> it's melting as we speak. I would like to pitch an idea for you for your wedding. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's something I'm definitely thinking about now because it's happening. Yeah. I mean, now you got to envision your gay wedding. Yeah. Because I'm somebody who, when I grew up, I never thought about my wedding does that like I yeah. wasn't a girl who was like what's my wedding gonna look like any of that right I, um, you know on- the girls that are like it's my day my fairy tale you know what's weird is for somebody who is like a stand-up comedian yeah who does a podcast mm-hmm. the idea of being center of attention like actually makes me very uncomfortable yeah I want I don't want anyone's eyes on me. That's, I do not want it to be my big day. It's your moment though. And, and that walk, I don't want there to be a walk. <laughs> the long the here comes the bride. Everybody I, stands. Fuck. No. I in my like I'm being for real. Yeah. Perfect world. Tell me. I come out of the ground and I pop up almost just like a pop star. Oh, like in sync? Yes. Yeah, so it's like pop and I just like pop. <laughs> Is that dirty pop? Dirty pop. Yeah. Bam. Bam. It's Ken's. Yeah, honestly, that is my ideal scenario. Nobody, oh there's no God. like leading up. There's right. no soft music. Mm-hmm. I don't want people standing. I don't want people turning and looking. I want to pop up and just be up there at the altar. Honestly, they're like actually looking the opposite way because they're expecting you to come down the aisle. Start- and then by the time they turn up, they're like, did I just hear a fog machine? Yes. Did I hear hydraulics? That's what I want is like the hydraulics where I actually- You get a little lift. air. I get a little air. I drop down almost like a- Yeah, like- Yeah. Choo- 
ka-chung. Yeah, like a Justin Bieber-esque oh, yeah. type of like, pop star. And then they turn around and you're already at the end of the aisle. And I'm like, you guys missed it. Yes. And it's, it is just for me. Like, that's kind of what it is for. God, I've never met such a bride who like, does not want that moment. I don't want the moment. I mean, if it was up to me, I would be eloped. Fucking hell. I don't want anybody to look at me while I'm in love. If I may. Mm-hmm. And here's, here's my fantasy. Yeah, for my wedding or your wedding? Um, careful now, because it could be both, because you <laughs> might still marry me at the end of the day. There's still time for you to be like, Rachel, it's always been you. Can I tell you something? Tell me. That my, now that I'm like in such a secure relationship, yeah. I would honestly love to go up to every one of my friends when they get engaged, mm-hmm. day of their wedding, actually. Yes, yes, yes. And be like, it's always been you. Yes. I want you to leave them right now. Mm-hmm. Go with me. I have a car waiting out front. <laughs> like, and it is a bit, but I want to see how many of my friends would leave their partners day of. That's power. Yeah. And also gay nonsense. I, I mean, you know my entire life is gay nonsense. I just can't believe, like, we're in a hotel room together, you and I, this mm-hmm. weekend. Yeah. Literally, like, our girlfriends are, like, putting on their mascara, mm-hmm. and we're fully wrestling yeah. Like I have you, I'm, I'm pinning you on all fours. Mm-hmm. I'm straddling your body. Mm-hmm. We're on the ground, like giggling, moaning, wrestling. I could out loud be like, it's always been you. Yeah. You're the love of my life. And neither mm-hmm. of our girlfriends would give a shit. They wouldn't blink. They'd be like, stop. Can we go? Yeah. They'd be like, are you guys are ready? You guys ready? <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like, are y'all do, are you done doing that thing that you guys do? <laughs> I love our girlfriends. Sorry, your fiance. Yeah. This is my dream, Mackenzie. Okay. I'm walking down the world's longest aisle of all time. Okay. I'm talking it takes multiple days. To get down the aisle? Yeah. People are tired. You have to get like a bit of like an intermission to get a snack to keep watching me walk down the aisle. Okay. It is long. Okay. I'm on rollerblades. <laughs> there is a lot of wind and I'm making a meal out of it. And as I get closer and closer to the aisle... I have a question. Is sure. It, are you on... Like, is it a carpeted aisle? Yes. Pavement? No, no, no. Grass? It is not smooth. So it is pretty bumpy. And it takes a lot for the wheels to kind of go. Okay. So you're almost like getting stuck. Yeah. But that's what kind of adds to like, oh, like it's... It's not fast. Okay, yeah. So that's what makes it take so long yes. for you to get down the Yes, okay. and it's also very long. Okay. And I'm like, as I get closer what and are closer... You I'm so glad you asked. All white. Okay. Like 35-piece tuxedo. There can't be a 35-piece tuxedo. Okay, you sound so fucking ignorant right now. <laughs> what? Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm picturing also like an origami type of like... So there's so many different like cuts and layers to it. There's so many layers to it that I you can you can barely see me to be <laughs> honest. People are like it, it's almost like you know something that Lady Gaga would wear as a bit that I that they're like Here. that you're wearing as a bit. Yeah. Also, there's like a four day, in in this scenario, okay. it's like a four day long traditional Indian wedding. I do arrive on a horse, okay, and then I get off of the horse, all white, thirty six piece tuxedo mm-hmm. tails. You know what I mean? Long tails. So unbelievably long. Yeah that they never even make it in any frame of any photo that we take. To be honest, what you should do is add also like fans 
two huge, make them two huge fans on the back of your thighs that just yeah. blow out AC yes. to the tail, so they're always flapping. They're always in motion. Yeah, yeah, it's very beautiful. Okay. And there's like glitter, yeah, like yeah, kind yeah. of being jumped up throughout okay. the air. Okay. And as I get closer and closer to Nazara, there is like all of my exes lined up, almost like you know, like a um. Like, they're holding flags towards each other. Like, some type of a military funeral. Okay. It kind of meets, like, Cadet Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something that's, like... It's okay. it's very formal, yeah. but very, like, gay and hot. Okay, yeah, yeah. And yeah. all of them, as I walk past each ex, or each person I have fucked, yeah. they all, like... Lower their flag. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm... Do you know what I'm talking about? They go like they, they, it's almost like a the salute, and it's like up, and then the flag is like by their side. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yes. And it's as I go down the aisle. Okay, so I'm just kind of like on the rollerblades, <laughs> and each one goes down as if to as if to like salute the sex that we've had, and to be like and no more. Yeah, it's almost like you know, like you know, straight people are walked down the aisle by their dad to be like, and now she's yours. <laughs> like, but that's all of my exes, exes being like, and now, now Nazara. Rachel's yours. Yes, a hundred percent. I'm loving this fantasy for you. Yeah, a lot of spotlights. Yeah. Okay. I'm also definitely hearing like a huge choir singing. Okay. Um, maybe like the exact cast of Sister Act One and Two. <laughs> okay. Oh, on either side. Well, like at the end of the okay. altar. So kind of like behind Nazara, yeah. behind the mm-hmm. I don't know. You, I'm sure, will maybe perform the wedding. You want me to perform the wedding? Yeah. I just said I don't like to be center you know of attention. And I wouldn't. <laughs> and I wouldn't. I also feel like you could somehow, if you don't want anyone to look at you when you're walking down the aisle, yeah. what if you're hiding in Erica's dress? I mean, another option that I've thought about is mm-hmm. that like I, Erica's actually on my shoulders. Oh. And we walk down almost like as if she's like, there's a trench coat around her wedding dress. Uh, oh, so, and so you're stacked. And we're stacked. In so one then, trench. So like the eyes are on her mm-hmm. and she is like a little like wobbly, but yeah, sure. we'll make it down the aisle People and are... then I'll pop out from under the dress. <laughs> so you guys are stacked like two kids in a trench coat. Yeah. You're the bottom half. I am the bottom half. And everyone's like, hmm, Erica's uh, really tall today. And maybe drunk. And maybe because she's so she's wobbly. She's really kind of like wobbling down. So that is another, I just don't want anyone to see me and it could be like a gaga-esque i enter in like a huge egg carried by men incredible something like that. i love that where no one can see me i just don't want to be seen i don't want all eyes on me which i guess they would be in the egg but then i wouldn't be like visible you'd be hidden by the egg i can be hidden i do love the idea of like a bunch of like strong hairless twinks that are just like they like would be enormous men Okay, like a bear. We're thinking very strong. No, no, hairless but enormous. Got it. Okay, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Hairless and huge. Yeah, and just kind of carrying you down the aisle. I would love that. Nothing more would please me. Yeah, we're gonna definitely figure out a way to. And do And I'll tell you what. That'll that'll really confuse both dads. Yeah. To be oh. like, no, there's gonna be men at the wedding. <laughs> It's not you. Here's the thing. Everyone's like, oh, the sanctity of marriage. Mm -hmm. Like, gay people are going crazy. You never know. Because, like, you know how queer people can just do whatever the fuck we want? Right. And that's what I love about a gay wedding is, like, I don't want anything to be traditional. No. we And it doesn't have to be. Like, everything about queer love, everything about our queer timeline Mm -hmm. and our, like, even the engagement process. Like, you don't know who's going to do what to who, when. Same thing with queer sex, (laughs) y'all. You don't know what's going to happen. That is true. All I know is that I'm scared and sweating a lot. 
if you're having bone dry gay sex, you might as well be straight. You heard it here first. Listen, I love, I think it's so funny that you and I have such different uh, like ideologies when it comes to our wedding. Like yeah. I don't want to be seen mm-hmm. and you want to be literally going down the aisle for like two days long. Yeah. Making sure everyone sees every side of you, every aspect to you. Yeah. Well, I think it's very powerful to be, to get married. And mm-hmm. I think that like when you especially are queer and when you're especially somebody who hasn't dreamt about their wedding your yeah. whole life, like yeah. it is one of those things where it's like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to go too big. And also I'm a clown. You're going to make a meal out of it. Whereas I'm going to like, I would, Zip by. I would love for it to be like just a bite. Just a, t- a just nibble. a snack. A nibble. I, I can't wait. I have to, I'm at your wedding. If I could zoom in. Hysterical. If you could zoom into your wedding. Have you seen those like robots where the zoom face is on the top? Of course. If I could do that, like I don't want to be (laughs) at my wedding. I'm serious. I don't want, like it makes me, because Erica has like the biggest Italian family of all time. And my family is like five people total. Right. So like I don't want to be in front of that many people that I personally know and then have to profess my like, oh, one of our uh, listeners told me, they were like, you have to stand up there and you have to give your vows. And they were like, you have to show how much, you have to profess your love to right. her. It's a big show. I it's know, a production. To me, I don't, want, I don't want that. You're gonna be in trouble. I daily tell her how much I love her. Cute. I don't wanna have to do it in front of like 400 We're gonna people. have to get you one of those, you know when like the president does an address? Yes. And there's like a clear. I would love sc- to do one of those and you can totally tell that they're going back and forth. Yeah, let's get that for you. That actually might help. I think that would be huge. Also, the Discord has been all in a flurry about how I should be a flower boy and or officiant. And in my world, by the way, I'm the flower boy. I'm the officiant. And I do the, the music and the bride. And the groom and the bride. <laughs> so. Listen, we'll see. We'll stay see. tuned. We'll see what job you get at the wedding. Great. I can't any. wait. Paul, the, the fucking like ring bearer. Were you going to say Paul bearer? I was. I was. Okay, but to be fair, I did just say I wanted to be (laughs) carried carried in. So So, maybe that is one. Okay, so maybe I did both. We'll see. I do want fireworks at my wedding, possibly. Great. Uh, Uh, And pyrotechnics. Yeah. So wait, (laughs) I guess if you haven't tuned in in a while, the biggest update is that Mackenzie is engaged. And fully engaged. I'm just still getting railed intense. Yeah. Ray is like constantly going on like mini vacations where she camps with her girlfriend. Yeah. And mostly it's just her getting 69 in a tent. tent. On like a double high inflatable air mattress. Good for you though. At least it's not on the ground in like a sleeping bag. Yeah. No, I'm classy. You can't 69 just on the bare ground. Your spine. Yeah, that would hurt. I actually, now I'm like, that could be fun. Just stay tuned, y'all. So we are back. Um, Let's get into, wait, we did do the ick poll. Earlier today, we put out a poll. We were trying to figure out what everyone's biggest ick was. Right. What would you say, before we get into it, Yeah. what would be an ick of yours? An ick of mine is like messy car. Okay. And actually, I've never even thought of that. That's a great ick. Oh, you know when you like you're on like date number three, mm-hmm. and they finally are like, "Hey, maybe I'll pick you up this time." Yeah, and you're like, "Great!" And you open up a car door, and just like a two liter of Diet Mountain Dew rolls down the street, and you're like, "I yeah have mm-hmm. to go home." Or they like they open the door, 
and they have to like immediately like move a bunch of like old shit off of the seats that you can sit down. Well, that's a big one because it's like you should have had the forethought to get your car cleaned yeah. before going on the date. But some people keep their car immaculate. So messy that they oh. can't even go get it clean. That it's not about like, oh, it's just a little dirty. I'm but talking about like messy. But then don't offer to be pick somebody up. Right. Like you have to have that forethought of being like, well, my car is not presentable enough for this. Right. Messy car for me is, is one a, of those things that I'm just like, I don't think so. Also, I have an ick where like people are, I used to be like, Ugh, if they try to hike with me, it's over. Really? If, you, if you're like, hey, maybe for a second date, we can like go hike. Like, See, I don't think that's an ick. Like that wouldn't turn me off, but I would be like, that's just not something I want to do. Because I'm not trying to be out of breath <laughs> on a first date. <sighs> How yeah, many siblings no. do you have? I've been on mountains where, like, I start seeing stars. I'm working out too hard. Yeah. Like, where I don't want to pass out on a first date. No. And now, yeah. No. What about, so what are some of your icks? My ick is I really don't like when people are on their phones on a date. Mm, That's, sure. like, a big, big one with me. Like, it's, it, to me, it's a respect thing of, like, let's make eye contact. We, we're taking out two hours of our lives to get to know each other or an hour and a half, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But, like, just give me your attention for that amount of time. Yeah. Especially if, yeah, if it's a first or second date, you don't need to, there's a difference of like, if I'm going to check my phone, I'm going to go to the bathroom and excuse myself to go check my phone. Mm -hmm. I have an ick where like, if people tell me that I remind them of other people so much, Mm -hmm. I, I always am just like, I'm out of here. Really? Yeah. Okay. But these are like, it's so interesting. We were talking about this before we started recording that Mm -hmm. like. Are, are, my icks have changed so much. So have mine. So, like, I say the phone thing because that is still an ick of mine. But, like, back in the day, I had some, like, absolute insane should be illegal icks. Right. Like, they should have arrested me for what I dumped people what for. What were your, like, what, what's, the, what's the dumbest thing that you've dumped somebody for? There was one girl who, like, back in the day, I was, like, a new, new gay. Yeah. And I don't know if I had, like, something in my mind that I just didn't like tattoos on women. But this girl, we were on a date, and I really liked her, actually. Like, we had a lot of, like, we good chat. Oh, good chat. We good chat. We had a lot in common. Like, she was gorgeous, all this stuff. And then at one point, she was like, yeah, I think I'm going to get a tattoo, a, a really big tattoo from, like, right here. Rib cage down. Rib cage to, like, upper hip. Mm. Right? And, and to me, I was like... Thinking in the future, I was like, well, I would never date somebody that had a full side tattoo. Who the fuck? (laughs) So I never texted her back because she was thinking, not even that she had one, not even that she was like, I'm going to go get one tomorrow. She was like, I'm thinking about getting this tattoo. And to me, I was like, well, that's a no for me. Tens, that's bad. Cut forward to now. Yeah. My fiance has an enormous side tattoo. Isn't that the fucking truth? I mean, if that ain't like, yeah, the, the things that I dumped people for or didn't move forward with them because of is like so stupid. And it just shows that like you cannot be picky like that when you're younger, truly. I no. mean, I guess if you're, when you're older too, you just can't be picky because that has nothing to do with their personality. Also, guess who's got a messy car? You? Zara. Oh, really? Yes. See? And it is something that I'm grateful for because we use her car for camping and my car for city stuff. Yeah, I think that's... I think realizing later on in life that those little icks that you think about or write down 
are actually going to be probably part of your partner. Right. It's just like those things that like have nothing to do with who the person is. Have nothing. Like to I do feel with like them. you're in your early twenties and you're like, you like literally write out a list of like 35 actionable items that they're like, this is my partner. This is what they're going to look like. This is what they're going to do. This right. Is what, they have to have my similar interests. Right. If like, they haven't read the perks of being a wallflower, this is me when I'm 14. Stop. If they haven't read perks, if they haven't read the book that I love, if they have the if they have the weirdest song on their MySpace, if they're listening to like you know what I mean, you go like yeah. it's stuff that does not matter, and then you if find they don't somebody like sports. right, yeah, easy. Also, I feel like people used to confuse like similar hobbies with compatibility. They have nothing. Erica and I have almost nothing in common. Same, but that's why we work. Yes, is because I am literally learning daily new things. Yeah, and she's learning. Like when you can learn from each other and just constantly grow. Right. That's when you're going to have a partnership that's like primo. Right. And I'm going to read oh. some of our, um, yeah. some of the, we pulled it because then people in, in our DMs were like, can you please read what the answers were? And let me do that for you very quickly. Here are some icks. The presence of a wedding ring. Classic. Well, that's a no shit. Yes. People who talk about their exes. That is a huge mm-hmm. ick because I do feel like lesbians on first dates will confuse like getting to know each other with like going through everyone they've ever dated. Yeah. And I have actually been there. I remember a date specifically where we both talked about our exes and I was like, what are we doing here? Right. This is therapy now. This is not a date. I'm not learning anything about you. No, literally. It's like, this is, what are we bragging here? That's what, it's a weird, I wonder if it is like a younger person thing. Yeah. Or like, it's, oh, you're I just stuck in the past. Ugh. Um, messy or loud eaters. Okay. Now here's the thing. I could see messy. You know what? And loud. That would be an ick for me. Because hmm. I am... Um, audio, like, bothers me a Big lot. Big time, yeah. yeah. So I could see if, like, somebody chewed with their mouth open, that would be something that I don't know if I could get around. Yeah. I would have to be like, could you... Do you mind it, um, closing your mouth while you eat that ramen? Now, are we talking about when they're eating food or when, they're, when you guys are fucking? I'm pretty sure it's food related. Well, excuse me. I'm pretty sure. On the phone during their date, that's the one that you said. I really hate that. If she thinks Taylor Swift is straight. I don't. Big time. That's, that's a, a huge ick for me. That's not an ick. Don't even. Okay, here's two back to back about nails. One is poorly maintained fingernails. Okay, as somebody who has literally the poorest maintained fingernails, mine are half painted, <laughs> chipped. Ugh. I don't, I don't see a problem with that. I see a problem with that. But I clip them. Like, they're, they're, they're short. The next one is long nails. True. I don't think these are icks. I think the biggest one that we saw across the board is being rude to wait staff. R- rude to wait staff and a lot of, like, talking about exes. Exes. I think the rude to wait staff is the biggest one because that just shows who you are as, like, a human. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, my icks aren't even icks anymore. Yeah. Because I think we're just too... Picky? No, I'm not picky. I used to be like... I used to be too picky. And now I'm just yeah. like really not. And yeah, I don't know. So I guess I'm wondering is like... If you're in the dating scene right now... Mm-hmm. You're going on dates. The number one thing you should do on a date... From hearing all these people's icks is... Never talk about an ex. Yeah. Do not talk about your ex. And no. then be overly nice to wait staff and make sure to tip. Yeah. Tip your wait staff because people are watching. And eat something that you don't have to chew because a lot of people are not into chewing. 
See, so just go to a smoothie place or somewhere where you can get a drink. Do not do that. Just be aware of like, don't chew with your mouth open and don't talk with your mouth full. Right. Period. That's, and that's it. And also I would say my biggest tip for dating is don't be too picky. Yeah. Like I think for a long time I was too picky. And when I look back on it, like I dumped people for very stupid reasons. Mm-hmm. And yes, I needed to get past that to find my perfect person. But looking back on it now, I'm like, that was so small-minded of me yes. to dump people for silly reasons of, like, getting a tattoo. Because that, sh- oh. that doesn't say anything about them as a person. I think it's also, like, you know, it's easier to see it in straight gals because they make it so obvious that, like... Oh, well, they're like, he has to be over six yes. foot. He has to be, like, tan, dark skin, dark eyes. And it's like, well... Right, like, basically, straight girls will give you this runaround of, like arbitrary things that they need to have. Like biggest one obviously is like height. And then they will ignore just like basic decency of how to treat a woman (laughs) of how, or just like to be respected. And I think that like when we're queer, we are like really can be wrapped up also in problematic things in our own ways. Like a lot of lesbians can be very, very toxic about certain things that like affect our community more specifically. Like, Mm -hmm. Like, when we are, like, um, they have to be as equally out as me. Yeah. Or they have to or no have... bisexuals. Or, or, I've heard a lot of people like, be like, I will not date a bisexual. It's insane. This is also, really like... fucking crazy. Let me just... If you are a new listener and you are, like... I'm a bi person or mm-hmm. I'm somebody who is like dating a man or I'm somebody who is like with somebody who is like not on the gender binary. Yeah. Like there are a lot of toxicness and a lot of fear that comes with like new queer dating mm-hmm. or you're trying to like find your place in this community. And I want you to know that you have found your home here. Yeah. Like this is the place where it is like the most at home that I want you to feel listening to this podcast because like there's a lot of toxicness in like lesbian spaces and like it is very much like I think there's a lot of like lesbians who think because like we've been through like having to be closeted or whatever or because your best friend didn't fuck you in high school now you're going to turn around and act psychotic to other people in our community absolutely and like you know the things that cause you ick like we're it's like cute and fun it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter but like on the grander scale like we need to be in a a much better environment dating wise when it comes to like even friends of ours. Like we have like coworkers and friends that we love that are like actually pretty afraid of the lesbian community. Like people who are, are realizing, Oh yeah. I mean, we're toxic and like, it doesn't have to be this way where like there shouldn't be a world where there are bisexual people. There are queer people. There are queers who have Mm -hmm. never gotten a chance to like do queer dating that are like, yeah. And I'm honestly going to stay away from it because I'm worried that I'm not gay enough or I'm worried that like, because I'm not experienced enough that it's never going to happen. And like, this is like, but then it's funny because like I do think that straight dating is just as toxic. It's almost like dating in general in our society is very toxic. Yeah, but also like I feel like the queer we should just be better about it. That's the the problem. Well, it's like it's something. It's so weird where it's like we can pick up bad habits from like toxic masculinity 100%. and like the the exclusionary of like 
that you, we have yeah. learned from straightness has mm-hmm. almost become something that has like come around yeah. and like we can very easily like be a lot better about that by focusing on things that are like actually important like compatibility that's what i'm saying don't be as like um superficial because i do think that when i was a younger gay mm-hmm. i was so superficial with who i was looking for and trying to date yeah and now like looking back on it especially like you can see my growth during this podcast mm-hmm. of the the reasons why i would dump somebody had absolutely nothing to do with their personality right and a lot of it was physical or like things that they were going to do which is fucking insane right and i think that that's the wisdom i would like to impart on people yes. is like just go out there and have fun. Like we've talked about that so much of like going on a first date shouldn't feel like an interview. It shouldn't be both of you talking about your exes. It should be you and the other person getting to know each other and having a good time. Laugh as much as you can on your first date. Mm -hmm. Like just have fun. I'm honestly like, I think that like queer people should worry less about like these these red flags, these like rules. Agreed, yeah. And I do think that like straight people should take more. (laughs) But that's my like I totally I think agree. that straight gals yeah. will be like, Well if he is over six foot, he never has to remember my birthday. That's insane. But that's I'm like, there are definite red flags that we need to pull back on. Yes. And like qualifiers. How about that? It should yes. be, there should be qualifiers that you pull back on and open up your parameters to dating. Mm-hmm. That being said, if you see toxic behavior, mm-hmm. cut it out right away. Here's what I think. Instead of writing, taking time to write a list of all of the things that you do not want, mm-hmm. what if you write a, a list of things that, like, that people have to make you feel? Write a list oh, that's really of nice. how you want to feel when you're around somebody. And make it just four things. I want to feel respected. I want to feel attractive. I want to feel loved and safe. Or whatever. I was going to say safe is a really good one. Safe is a great one. Like just something small. Those are just ours off the top. Oh, I had nothing to do with that. Of the things that you want to say or that you want to feel. Yeah. And then after your first date, literally look at it and think about how you felt on that date. If you didn't feel those things, then maybe that person's not for you. I actually think that's... Awful advice. <laughs> I actually think that that was maybe the worst, the worst advice. advice I've ever heard <laughs> no, in my life. It's honestly, that's a really good advice because in the end, looks fade. All that shit fades. So it's like how a person makes you feel when you boil it down. Yeah. That's what matters. That's what matters. And also all this to say, I'm a shallow as fuck. Yeah. Okay. I'm only looking for those four things if they've got a juicy ass. And that is my truth. Okay, and it's okay to tell people that you're looking for a big old peach. Yeesh, no peach, no problem. So be who you are. You want you want me to keep that in the episode? Yeah, that I want somebody with a juicy ass. I hope that gave you good advice. Yeah, okay. and and we'll we'll keep doing more. Uh, we we get a, I think it's typically a lot of times listeners want some dating advice from us. Yeah. And what's fun now is that we have gone through so much dating and now we're in such stable relationships, which is such a surprise. It so is. keep if you have an ask a dyke, mm-hmm. uh, feel free to just email us the the voicemail. Which brings us to our next segment. We have in our emails right now a bumble fumble. I'm so excited. Let's hear it. Here we go. 
So I have a mixture of a Bumble Fumble and an Ask a Dyke. Um, so this was one of my first Pride events um, this past June. And one of the Pride events involved going to a local restaurant. Um, and they specialize in making falafels. Um, I'm not exactly sure still what a falafel is, but that's what they make. Um, and it's run by this really incredible and really attractive woman um, about my age. I think she's in her late 20s. Um, so I went to the restaurant and I was kind of a creep and I like asked to speak with her specifically and like I went back into the kitchen because <laughs> they told me that's where she was. Um, and I just told her <laughs> basically how much I admire her. <laughs> um, and then I left. Okay, wait, wait. You made it back into the kitchen? So you go into a restaurant and, and you, you don't know what their dish is. Okay, I love this lesbian. But to be like, let me, I just think that there's a couple like OSHA, um, there's a couple rules that are being broken. I don't think, are you allowed to go back into the kitchen? This is how I know that the person who sent this voicemail is very hot. Because she's, she's like, just like, I'm going in the back. Yeah, and they're like, I'm going to go talk to the owner like, right now. Right this way. And she's like, what is a falafel anyways? And they're like, let's have it, let's show you. Imagine that confidence is yes. insane. I love this queer person. Just like, mm, that person back there is hot. Let me take me to your kitchen. And they're like, right this way. The following night, um, she actually saw me at a dance party um, we were having for the queer community. And um, she came up to me and recognized me and gave me a hug. And sure enough, as I was hugging her, I like pulled my hand past her shoulder and like pulled down her bra strap as we were hugging and we both just kind of looked at each other and it was the most awkward thing ever um I ended up messaging her the next day um and just expressed my interest and desire to go on a date with her and um she was really sweet and said that she is in a relationship um but you know she's willing to hang out with me and her partner I, I guess my question is, so that was my fumble, very weird bra strap <laughs> removing. Um, but my question is, do you feel like it's now weird for me to hang out with her and her partner after I just asked her out on a date? Um, that's my question. Love you guys so much. Okay, bye. Let me just say we love you so much thank you as well for the bumble fumble slash ask, ask a, dyke. a dyke thank you so much for sending this in i love hearing everyone's experiences and let's just get let's get right into it okay yeah there's nothing worse than when you're around somebody that you're crushing on and then you accidentally do something stupid with your body i'm talking about elbowing a tit mm -hmm. okay this is painful to the embarrassment of like she sounds like me she sounds let's, like a Ken. Let's, let's be call real. let's call it a spade a spade. Okay. She sounds like a classic Ken's type. My body fills me in every interaction. Right. And then to accidentally like pull somebody's bra strap down, which isn't like that huge of a deal. No. But when you're like trying to impress this like amazing falafel maker, sure. And then you're ripping a bra a bra strap down. Yeah. I mean, this is but for the question being like 
obviously I hit on this person. Yes. They are taken. Yes. But now they're asking if I want to hang out with them and their partner. Yeah. To me, I'm like, absolutely not. Never. No. No. That's a horrible idea. No. Because you you find this person attractive. If I found somebody attractive, I wouldn't want to be with them and their partner. And as the other side of this argument, I find everyone attractive and I'm petty as fuck. So if it's like a, um, it's, it's like, oh, I, we're not ever going to go on a date because I'm monogamous and taken with somebody else. If I'm no, if I'm not like, I, you know how boundaried I am with like intention. I am too. If I have, if I have put you in a category of like somebody that I would like to pursue sexually or romantically or otherwise, then for me, I'm like, I don't want to be pitied with like a friendship. I don't want like, listen, I I, I don't really need to be like wine and dine with you and your girlfriend. I have enough friends. Yes. I don't need any more friends. So if I'm out here actively trying to pursue you and you're like, let's be friends. No, Mm-mm. I'm good. By and the I know way, that, that sounds harsh. It but sounds I'm like, harsh, but I love it so much because, like, a lot of times people in the queer community, I feel like we're often like, oh, we make we, them friends immediately. We diff, we it's all, and by and this is not to say queer friendship is very beautiful it and is. sacred, and That's like us. you need to keep your queer friends close. Yes. But also, it's okay to be like, hey, I was looking for something more, yeah. and because you're not available in that facet, like then I will see myself out. Because, like, you don't need... Like, friendship is so, like... What's well, so special, special and beautiful. And then also, if you're friends with somebody, you're gonna get close. Yeah. And so if you want to fuck them, that it's okay to not be friends with them. I agree. I also think it's super weird. Like, if somebody asked me out, I would never be like, no, but do you want to hang out with Erica and I? <laughs> that's fucking weird. I think that no. that is actually rude to your partner. Yeah, To that's be like, weird. hey, this person wants to fuck me, so, like... Let's both hang out with them. Right. That's I mean, weird. unless you feel like this is like on the way to like a, a threesome or yeah. like if they're opening it up. But to I like, don't think that's what this listener. It doesn't listener, sound like it. No, this falafel maker, maker's taken. Falafel for one. Okay. Falafel for one. Fucking hell. That's uh, uh yeah. I do think that also like we got to get better at like if you're not interested, mm-hmm. it's okay to like not have to like, you know how many people are like, but let's still be friends. I say burn it to the the ground. I think if somebody ever says, let's be friends, say Say absolutely not. No. Sit and spin. I mean, what I used to do, because I did get a lot of um, first and second dates, they would be like, they would send the text, which we've we've, We've all gotten it. We've gotten them. There's no spark, but let's be friends. (laughs) Wait, how many times have people said to you, there's no spark? Hundreds of people have said, Mackenzie, great date, no spark. No spark. Ooh. Thanks for telling me about that audiobook you listened to. Fuck. No spark. No sp- <laughs> I know, but like they would all say like let's be friends and that is just a thing that people say yes. after a breakup text or after a I don't see there being, being anything here. Yeah. Don't um, actually take them up on the friendship offer. No. It's the exact, never do it. It's the exact same thing of when you run into a friend from like 10 years ago from mm-hmm. high school or middle school yes. and they're like, "Oh my god, we should go get coffee." They're just being nice. Right. They don't want to get coffee with you. Mm-mm. I think it's just like a social thing that we do of like we should get dinner sometime. We're never going to get dinner. Not with somebody that you want to sleep with. Yeah. Yeah, Don't ever take them up. And like, it's okay to not be friends with somebody. I know it's like you, when you have like, sometimes when you're a little bit younger and you don't have as many queer friends, you're like, well, we could still, and like, don't get me wrong. This is coming from somebody who tried to have sex with every single queer friend 
I've ever had. Mm -hmm. I just realized how bad of advice this must be sounding like after that sentence. However... But it's because you know that it doesn't work. I think that's like you're coming out from the other side of being like, hey, I tried. Listen. And it doesn't... No, because it it makes things messy and like... It's too messy and you don't want to like pine and like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's okay. I think that's the thing is like you're going to be... It's putting you in an emotional like sad state of being like, hey, I know that you wanted me. Why don't you go spend two to three hours with me and the person I am fucking? Like that's horrible. It's weird. Unless you're somebody who like does have like such fleeting crushes that like sexual... Do you know who you're talking to? Queer people. We don't have <laughs> fleeting crushes. Dude. We write poetry. No, this will probably be the love of her life. Fucking hell. She'll die thinking about this falafel woman. I'll tell you what, though. That's queer love right there. But That's I, queer crushes last for eternity. If I may say, though, Mackenzie, what? You know that I thought that you and I were going to have sex when we first met. Sure. And now look at us. I know, but I immediately put up my wall and said, I'm here for business. And I said, we'll see about that. And we still are constantly seeing about that. And, we, and we'll just keep on seeing. Thank you so much for sending <laughs> yeah. in that voicemail. If you have a voicemail, a bumble fumble, an ask a dyke, you can email us, two dykes and a mic at gmail.com. It's dot com. That's what I said. You heard me wrong. <laughs> we have our last segment. We typically will do a review, um, but we only have one more. I mean, do we have time to do it? What? The review? No, the toolbox. We don't have time. Fuck it. But yeah. you know what? Let's tease them. So our on our next episode, we have a toolbox, which is a Rachel's toolbox. And Ray, what do you do on Rachel's toolbox? Uh, on Rachel's toolbox, I review sex toys so that you don't have to. And That's right. This... Toy is unlike any sex toy I have reviewed thus far. I will be showing it on the show and also using it on Mackenzie. Now, this sounds like it will be bad, but and I, immediately when you told me this earlier, I did think it was going to be bad. And I was like, Ray, let's not really get into like sex work. <laughs> um, we are just like right on the edge of sex work. We're not. We are not. And we're not. For all my family members watching and listening, we're we not. We are. Um, so this toy is actually... It Don't could, tell them what it is. Well, it could be sold... I'm going to tease it. It could be sold in a sharper image. And it is... It's something... Shh. It's very active. You'll see me use it on the next one. And it is not sexual. It's not sexual. Um, this episode was a, a little all over the place, but we're all just like very, very excited here at Two Dykes, Inc., to be back, Two Dice yeah. Incorporated. Do I you like it. that? No, I love it. Okay. I love that we're back. We're getting back to the old swing of things, except we have so many more fun, exciting segments coming up. We have like a full, I mean, a new show that we're doing. And we're going to have so many new fun things on our TikTok, our Instagram. Like we're going out in the world to do segments. We've got a lot of fun things coming yeah. down the pipeline. We're doing Dyke on the Street. We will have more sketches. We're going to have more episodes for you. Mm -hmm. If you're listening right now, make sure you go subscribe and leave us a review and then check out all of the other platforms that we're on with the Apple Podcasts and Patreon because the content is flowing through us. And to everyone that if you haven't listened to us in a while and you're just Mm -hmm. coming back, I want to say hi. And we're so happy to be back. We're happy to have you here. Thank you for listening or for being on this journey. And we love you so much. I'm so glad to be here. I am Rachel Scanlon. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. Go do something gay today. We are the greatest dykes in the world. Mackenzie Goodwin. Rachel Scanlon.